0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another edition of The Rent Network, I'm David Tolman and I want to thank you very much for joining me again today and if you're like me it is one freaking warm hot day but it is not quite as hot as in some places around the world. I want to thank you very much for joining me today. I'm here all alone. Normally, I'm joined by my friend, Stuart Brzegell, who's usually in Florida. This is a rent Network where we, this podcast is hosted as a platform where we bring you unfiltered and uncensored conversations. This is live and unedited, so we never go back and change anything. We deal with a wide range of topics and conversations. This platform is for you. And for us to, to express ourselves, our honest opinions, be straight up, share our thoughts, experiences, and hear from a variety of different perspectives. Normally we go through live, you know, latest news, pop culture, politics, so much more. We deal with the absurdity of modern life to discussions about the deeper issues that are affecting our society. We Rent Have you covered? Sit back, relax, and enjoy this journey of discovery and exploration. You know, ladies and gentlemen, one of the things that you'll hear from me personally, especially on the Rant Network, is I definitely like to call out bullshit. My wife likes to joke about it, that I have a bullshit meter that is pretty, pretty damn good. And unfortunately, in today's day and age, in society today, we've caught too much bullshit. The left, the media, politicians, United Nations, others, It's all a lot of bullshit. But why did I pick on these four? What do they have the most in common between these four? Their absolute hatred of the state of Israel. That's right. This little country of nine mil. The Jewish state. The only Jewish state in the world. Vilified. Singled out. Like no other country around the world. That's right. No other country around the world deals with the same disgusting double standard as Israel. Why am I bringing it up today? Why is it so relevant to you here today? It's very, very simple. Unfortunately, we're dealing with a world that likes to pick on Israel because it defends itself. It's the little country that could. It's the little country that doesn't appreciate the fact that the world just doesn't give it the fair standards as other countries get. Israel until 1967 was actually somewhat respected in the world, the Western world, the media, even in some universities. Even both parties in the United States, the Democrats and Republicans, Found it necessary to support the only democracy in the Middle East to oppose communism. And despite that need, there was still a hatred of Jews and there's still this anti Semitism, but they understood and kind of needed to have Israel there. But in 1967, with the threat of annihilation by Jordan, by Syria, by Egypt, in June of 1967, Almost exactly, I mean, we're talking like 1967, so like 56 years ago, Israel attacked those three military installations. I'm saying military installations, not the public, not innocent civilians, but the military installations, the planes, the military bases to ensure that they would not get attacked. Because until 1967, from 1956 to 1967, in Sinai, for example, were peacekeeping troops. Egypt got rid of them. The UN had no choice to go go out of Sinai. And the military forces just encroached on Israel's border, ready to attack at a moment's notice. Israel, in a defensive stance, attacked, destroyed these armies. And since then, because of Israel's swift six-day war, in which they took back Judea and Samaria, or what we call West Bank and Gaza, The world has vilified Israel. Now, why? The Palestinian cause. The Palestinians need their own state. The Palestinians need their own own homeland. For God's sakes, how many times could they be offered? They were offered it in 1947. They said no. They were offered it before that. They said no. And during the almost 20 years that Egypt and Jordan had control, Egypt had the Gaza Strip, as we know it, the West Bank was controlled by Jordan, there was an opportunity to establish a Palestinian state of which they did not. And for 20 years, close to 20 years, they not only, you know, control the land, but they kept the Palestinians in refugee camps. Now, the refugee camps, you would say, oh, that's an Israeli reason. Israel caused this. Well, Israel's partly responsible in the independence war because they told Palestinians to leave because they were coming and invading. But the same Arab countries of Syria, Lebanon, Iraq, Jordan, and Egypt, all five of those countries told the Palestinians, get out, we're going to clear the path of Israelis, we'll get rid of all the Jews, and then you can go in and take over the land. And instead, Israel won, Palestinians have been in refugee camps, and the Egyptians, the Jordanians left them there. And until 1967, that wasn't thing done. And instead, the United Nations established a relief organization exclusively for the Palestinians. Every other population of refugee status has been settled. Think of the Ukrainians. Ukrainians have left in groves. Millions and millions of Ukrainians have left with this Russian invasion. And are they sitting in refugee camps or were they resettled in the countries in the numerous countries around the world? Double standard. The UN relief workers that are UNRWA has maintained Palestinian refugee camps. They've harbored hate. It has created this disgusting, impoverished area to embarrass Israel, to put Israel in the worst shape possible. It had no care that for 20 years Arabs did nothing. But, oh, since 1967, it's all Israel's fault. The United Nations have commissioned numerous commissions against Israel. They are going today to talk to Hamas and the Palestinian Authority about how bad Israel is treating them. Imagine going to a criminal and saying, how are the good guys treating you badly? And that's exactly what happens. There is no impartiality. So why am I bringing this up? It's because finally Israel went into Janine, a refugee Area to get rid of these terrorists who harbor themselves inside in civilian land, are protecting themselves using innocent people as the fence shields. Islamic Shihad, Al Qaeda, Hamas, to name other terrorist organizations, are sitting in Janine planning attack after attack, and executing attack after attack on Israel. And each time Israel tries to defend itself, it gets vilified. Imagine, if you will, the Russians went in, invaded Ukraine. It was an unfair invasion. And killed, raped, murdered innocents, like millions of them. Israel goes into Janine and sends a text message to every Palestinian. And by the way, they have cell phones. Don't believe me that don't believe people that say they don't. They had cell phones, they were told we're invading to get rid of the terrorists, stay home, tell us who those terrorists are. We want, and instead, the world vilifies them the left, the media, the politicians, the UN, all of us. There will be numerous resolutions at the United Nations, numerous, it'll outdo. China with the Uyghurs, Russia with the Ukrainians, and others. They will outdo them if you add them all up. There is a double standard. The world is being misled by this misinformation. And while you might say this is conspiracy babble, it's not. Do your homework. The left doesn't want Israel to win. The university professors are just harboring more and more hate that the Palestinian cause, the Palestinians are not responsible for any of their actions, that the fact that that the Palestinian Authority is paying hundreds of millions of dollars to families to commit terrorist actions, the pay for slay program, doesn't matter. The Biden administration admitted That they spent the last two years working on some sort of solution for the pay to slay. But why is it taking so long when the Trump administration said, we're closing down all funding to the Palestinian Authority until they stop? Biden needs two and a half years? It's because he's got the Rashida Talibs, the AOCs, the Ilan Omars, the Jew-hating Bernie Sanders in in his party, and he has to show how much he hates Israel which he's always shown in his 40-plus years in politics. Him and Obama and Clinton. Anything to destroy Israel, they will do. And the media is complicit. CNN, MSNBC, you know, BBC. They're all going in there. They all have one cause. Ruin Israel. Destroy Israel. Embarrass Israel vilify Israel. There isn't a single country out there, not a single country out there that tries to protect innocent civilians like the Israeli military. And yet Israel is vilified. The Americans, the Brits killed millions over the years of innocent people dropping bombs and whatever. Not a not a single outcry. Russia, who cares? China, who cares? India, Pakistan, you name it, who cares? Look at how they scream about Saudi Arabia and the fucking Gulf, right? Oh my God, oh my God. And then all of a sudden, oh, wait a minute. It's all okay, no problem. But Israel, no, no, we never give you a second chance. We don't give you the opportunity to take care of yourself. UN Watch is an unbelievable organization that sits and calls out the United Nation, not just for Israel, but for other hypocrisies. But Israel is consistently listed as the most egregious of the actions, of the activities. The left continues to call out Israel. The media, as soon as something happens, as soon as something happens with the Palestinians, it's front page news. But did it matter that there were billions of dollars funneled into built tunnels to pay for terrorism? To send rockets into Israel to kill innocent people. That there, were, there was a family, a family whose wife and kid were killed and slaughtered. For what purpose? It doesn't matter. The dozens of Israelis killed every year don't matter to the world. They're Jews. They don't care. But if a Jew scratches a Palestinian, let's create a UN resolution. Let's stop the funding. AOC would love to lead the charge of destroying Israel, and she's doing it. She's trying to convince more and more of the Democratic Party that once supported the state of Israel is now withdrawing more and more, and she couldn't be happier. Israel represents to her everything she hates about democracy. Everything she hates, her, Ilan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, the rest of those goddamn. Bitches, and I hate using that word, but that's what they are. Anti-Semites. Anti-Israel. You can criticize a government, but calling for its destruction, calling for its annihilation, that is what these asses are doing. And the media, the left, these university professors, are encouraging this. And when Israel defends itself, as it did in Janine last week, The world turned a blind eye to the truth. It was once again the weak Jew that should just be complicit and lay down and take its beating like a good Jew. Rises up to defend itself. Rises up to make sure that no one, no one destroys its state. I know you're tired of hearing about the Holocaust. But Israelis and Jews have said never again. And if Israel has to take matters into its own hands, it will continue to do so and should do so just like any other country. Israel should not be called out the way it is. It should continue to defend itself and be permitted to do so. And the world should support this democracy that won't accept terrorism and unnecessary death. It's time for the world to open its eyes and wake up to reality. Because if not, it's going to happen here too. That's it for my episode today. Thank you for tuning in. If you've enjoyed this and gained some valuable insight, please go check out our previous rants on our website, on YouTube, on Rumble, wherever you get your local, your podcast, click on The Rant Network. Follow us on social media. Share this with, with your friends. Please, we want to grow this message as much as possible. Your help is truly needed. I thank you again for listening. I appreciate it. And until next time, let's keep on ranting.